Welcome to the show, folks. As you know, we renamed the show. More than 20,000 downloads, really blowing up here in early 2024, 2,000 plus downloads a week. We renamed it the Weight Loss Revolution, excuse me, the Weight Loss Injection Revolution Podcast. I'm still learning that. Formerly the OOO Ozempic and Semaglutide Podcast. And today I'm really excited uh, for you to get to know our guest, Mark Washington, who's the founder and CEO of Supergut, because a lot of what we're going to talk about is one of the main questions I get on you know Facebook, on my texts, on Instagram, which is, so what happens when you go off? And what happens is you got to take control and have self-discipline. And Mark has a lot of ideas and products that can help you with that. So Mark, welcome to the show, bud. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for having me, Josh. Look forward to it. Yeah. So, you know, Mark, uh, Princeton and Harvard grad founded Supergut. Just give us like a brief history of Supergut, when you started it, how it's been going, what the purpose is, all that. Yeah, absolutely. So I started the company about five years ago. Um, at the highest level, the way I describe what we do is we create gut healthy functional foods uh, but that are very effective, literally clinically proven to improve your metabolism. And in particular, we help naturally control cravings and we'll get into it. We also help naturally boost GLP-1 hormones, which are made in your gut. So we make functional foods, we make shakes, we make uh, bars. We also have a prebiotic blend that you can just add to anything all of which are targeted around both improving digestion as well as improving appetite control. Yeah, and so folks, if, if you have listened to all of our shows, you've heard about the gut and the microbiome health before. And really, we've kind of kept them separate in a separate compartment than the injections because really it's a study upon its own to understand how the gut can really help you live healthier. I've described it, and I actually first heard about the kind of gut health in the in the in late 90s. I was with a PGA Tour player doing some marketing, and he was telling me that he and his wife had done this. And the way he described it was our doctor just gave us a list of what foods are fuels for us that our body metabolizes well and which ones are stoppers that our body doesn't metabolize well. And I've never forgotten that description. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of the easiest 101 way in my mind to understand what gut health is. Like learn, just like with medications, learn which ones your body likes, when, or learn which ones it has a tougher time with. So um, with the microbiome study and the gut studies and everything, um, one of the things I saw when I went to your website, which is supergut.com and really cool right now, Mark's offering a 20% off your first purchase. And he didn't ask me to say that. I'm just saying that because <laughs> I thought it was cool when you go there. But one of the first things I did is I went to his GLP-1 section, which talked about natural GLP-1s, which we've talked about before on this show. So let me just read to you before I ask Mark just to kind of talk about why he prioritized that on his website. Let me just read to you again, for those of you who did not listen to uh, the show where we talked about natural GLP-1, some of the foods uh, that are considered GLP-1s. Let me um, just read to you uh, what a GLP-1 is. A GLP-1 is a hormone produced in the gut and a powerful player in the complex game of hunger regulation. And again, this is coming right off of the Super Gut website, giving them credit where credit is due. When we consume food, numerous appetite hormones are released, and some of these hormones signal to your brain to keep eating, while others, such as GLP-1, communicate feeling a fullness and say, how do you say that word? Satiation. Satiation. Mm -hmm. Satiation. Okay, thank you for bailing me out there. I'm supposed to be, <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce words here, right? So GLP-1 also plays a big role in reducing inflammation in the gut, slowing down gastric emptying time and stimulating insulin. So that's what these drugs do. But there's also foods that do that. 
And a GLP-1 agonist, which we also talk about, like Ozempic, Wagovi, Zepbound, all these other ones that are coming out, produce a synthetic or fake version of that that mimics the hormone's appetite-suppressing quality. So tell us more about that and why that's so important when you're considering your long-term health and weight control, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's amazing how things have come full circle. So when he started the company five years ago, we really aren't as focused on just cravings control. We were focused on the broad impacts of the gut microbiome and gut health. Because like you said, like we know now, the gut is is literally like your foundation for better health. Uh, what we've known, and we've actually talked about for years, that there's this connection between gut health and metabolism and appetite control and blood sugar control and like lots of other stuff. And a significant part of the connection is back to these hormones that are produced in your gut called GLP-1. Now, this has become very relevant and it's something that, especially over the past, call it five or six months, we really leaned into to focus, to raise education around the fact that, yes, everybody's thinking a lot about you know, GLP-1 agonists and for good reason, they're unbelievably effective. Uh, but we also wanna inform people that there are natural mechanisms you know, through diet, through your gut that can uh, naturally stimulate your production of GLP-1 hormones in your gut. It actually already is produced uh, when you eat particular specific types of prebiotic fibers, right? And so it's largely found in high fiber plant foods, but prebiotics are essentially the nourishment for your gut microbiome. It's like what the good bugs in your gut need to thrive and to flourish and to keep you healthy it's what none of us get enough of in our typical diet. Literally, the stats say 5% of adults get the minimum amount of fiber in your diet. So none of us get enough, right? And so when you get a lot of these specific types of prebiotics in your diet, that actually stimulates kind of uh, uh, mechanisms that end up producing hormones inclusive of GLP-1. Now, it's not the same magnitude or same last for the same length of time as what you would get from a GLP-1 agonist, right? This is not drugs. This is just natural mechanism, but it is the exact same mechanism that keeps your blood sugar stable, that keeps your appetite down and helps you manage healthier weight. And so that's what we do. We're like, we're obviously a food company. We tap into the natural mechanisms through your gut to help produce GLP-1 and to maintain healthier control of appetite, maintain healthier weight. And what we have seen and why, you know, I think a lot of interest in super gut is increasing is because we are a, such a natural complement to anyone considering or using a GLP-1 agonist to help complement, you know, maintain, sustain results, especially if someone is thinking about, you know, coming off of GLP-1s to try to naturally maintain some of the, the the benefits and the results that you've gotten. We also see, you know, since we focus on kind of the gut health as sort of the foundation, um, we actually can help offset some of the digestive side effects that tend to come alongside of some of the GLP-1 agonists, which tend to be around uh, things that uh, really impact your digestive system. So like nausea or vomiting or uh, constipation or diarrhea, those are actually aspects of your health that we improve, right, through our gut healthy products. So there's actually, it's a little bit of a two for one, uh, whether or not you're using GLP-1 agonist, like that uh, super gut can be really, really beneficial if you're looking for some of those benefits or to offset some of the side effects. So I think what what I'm hearing too, and you, you, you mentioned, you know, fiber and how important it is, you know, on, on our last show, they talked about avocados and some other foods that are going to be up there you know, we're going to do another whole show on a strategy for going off of 
the injections to, mm. to, to maintain the healthy lifestyle we promote so much here. Um, but what, so, so obviously going off the injections, you know, it's going to be important to have a, a strong plan for your fiber intake, mm-hmm. uh, which of course, for a lot of people, that means constipation issues might follow. So some of the products that you offer, um, do they help that balance? Cause I know the first thing that some people, um, that I'm close to would say, if I said, Oh, we got to increase our fiber when we go off, they'd be like, Oh man, you know, constipate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. give us, give us your thoughts on that. Cause I know that's pretty common. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of different aspects of it. And so, yeah, I think it is really important to talk about fiber as a really critical aspect of a healthy lifestyle, especially for someone coming off of GLP ones, uh, particularly because like I said, Fiber is where you tend to find prebiotics, and that's the food for a healthy gut, and that helps keep you satisfied um, and helps you know keep your cravings and appetite under control. Obviously, a part of a broad kind of healthy diet, inclusive of high protein, but also high fiber, low carbs as well. Now, when consuming more fiber, you do have to be cautious about it or be thoughtful. Not all fibers created equal. Certain types are, you know, easier to tolerate, you know, than other types of fiber, um, which can cause, you know, excessive bloating or can, you know, plug you up or, you know, get you going too too fast. We actually been really thoughtful about that in terms of the specific types of the prebiotic fibers that we include in in super gut have been shown clinically to be highly tolerable, uh, even for those that that suffer from digestive systems symptoms like, like IBS. Uh, the general recommendation, though, is when you add more fiber into your diet, to do it, uh, to start slowly, right? So don't just jump right in and go from zero to 100 miles per hour, like start slowly uh, to start to introduce it to your system, to your gut, and then you can build up tolerance over time. The other thing we always recommend is to increase your water uptake as well. Right, because that also can help uh, with processing of the fiber and to, to make sure that the system stays regular as you introduce more fiber into your diet. Um, but yes, we do actually see that it, it, because our fibers are so tolerable uh, and effective, we typically improve those digestive systems when people get started uh, on super gut. And so they actually become more regular or less, you know, have less issues with diarrhea and things of that nature. We reduce bloating. And so we actually help bring your digestive system into, into better balance, uh, when you consume more products, uh, with our super gut prebiotics. Okay. So what I want to do now is ask you, um, this is great stuff. In fact, our next show, I'm just taking notes, our next show, and I'm going to reference uh, Mark and Supergut a lot on our next show because we we were planning on doing this three or four steps when you go off to think about mm-hmm. it as well. Um, but what I what I wanted to ask, and I, I normally am not here to promote products or anything, but the first thing I would ask after we hit, you know, stop on this recording is, hey, when I go off and I slowly enhance my protein intake, increase my water intake, um, I want to buy a product from your organization that's going to complement that and complement my desire to live a long-term healthy lifestyle where I'm, uh, you know, just not on injections, mm-hmm. but eating healthy and maintaining what I've learned when my brain was able to turn off yeah. my fear, which yeah. was a smaller healthy breakfast, yeah. uh, a, a lunch with a lot of greens and some protein, and then at dinner, my philosophy has kind of been let the chips fall where they may because I'm really not that hungry. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I'm really not that hungry. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's great. And I think it's so, so smart of you to focus so much on the lifestyle aspects, right? Uh, especially for anyone that might be considering coming off, I think, as you've probably looked into and, and discussed, right, a lot of folks, if you haven't changed some of the lifestyle habits, you know, and coming off a GLP-1 agonist, then you're more likely than not to actually lose some of the, you know, benefits and regain some of the weight. And so I think talking about lifestyle is so so critical. Um, and that's obviously a big part of where we play was we focus, you know, on the lifestyle, on the nutrition aspect and getting the prebiotic fiber into your into your diet. In terms of our products, honestly, I, I hate to say it, but it kind of depends on you as an individual, which one is the best for you, because all of our super gut products are all based in that same uh, foundation, that same core prebiotic fiber blend that we've actually patented that we put into all of our products. So it's kind of like, you know, the secret sauce that we put into our shakes, into our bars, and then we sell the blend on a standalone basis. So if you're someone who's really looking to maintain as much of the appetite control aspect and looking for full meal nutrient dense, then I would say that our shakes is probably the best option for you, especially if you're someone who likes shakes, because our shake is essentially a full meal replacement. Because uh, it has a, a a healthy amount of protein, but it's got a really significant amount of this prebiotic fiber, and you literally aren't hungry um, after you consume one of the shakes. It's just why most people use it as a as a meal replacement. If you're more just looking for a complement, right? You feel like you've got the meals down pat, but you just want to avoid snacking, right? If that is your Achilles heel, then we typically would recommend our bars, right? So it's the same concept as a shake. It's got a healthy amount of protein, but a really significant dosage of these prebiotic fibers. Uh, and they are very, very good at both keeping you regular and keeping you full, especially relative to most, most snacks that you would, you would have. If you want to have the most versatility, Right. If you want to say, you know what, I've got this under control. I like to mix things up. I don't want to have a shake all the time or yeah, even bars all the time. I just want to I want to mix it up. Then we would probably point you in the direction of our prebiotic fiber mix. And that is the versatile product. So it's unflavored, unsweetened. You could just add it to anything, just whatever you can fit into, like your consistent daily routine. We typically recommend people have two or three of them a day. A lot of folks will mix it into their morning coffee because um, it's a it's. A, already a habit and you can barely notice it's in there just you know whisk it or stir it in you can yeah. add it to a smoothie you can add it to oatmeal yogurt what what have you and so again it kind of depends on what you as an individual like so your goals and your routine but uh, the main overarching theme is to get more fiber ideally prebiotic fiber into your diet we try to provide different ways for you to do that it's super good that's awesome stuff so i'm, re I'm really excited about um, what you described is how I usually approach things too. I'm, I spend a lot of time in my truck, uh, trans, you know, mm. um, going to the lake and stuff, but also just for work. And so I, I keep usually four shakes, like either in my office at work, mm. two in my car and maybe two at home. But I also, I haven't done a ton of bars, but if, for snacking, I usually keep some almonds or some pistachios or Those something. Those are good snacks. Car. Those are good yeah. snacks. And then, um, but I, I like adding that just fiber that you would add a little bit to anything um, becoming part of the routine because I don't snack a lot and I'm not mm. the snacker you described. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think those are all really great suggestions. And we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but is there anything else you wanted to share that you don't think we've covered that you think is important for those that are either considering um, going on the weight loss injections or are already in that process or have gone off? Yeah, no, I, to me, I think we've hit the hit the most part. Um, it's just the fact that this this aspect of having a healthy gut 
is critical for all of us. It's literally regardless of where you are in your health journey. Like now we know that the science has shown. And that's one of the things that I, I'm really fortunate of this whole emphasis, what I like to call the Ozempic era, right? This enlightening, right? Where people are thinking more about appetite control, thinking about GLP-1s, et cetera. It's actually creating an opportunity to educate more folks about the importance of the gut, right? And the gut microbiome, because the GLP-1s, they actually are connecting the dots between what's happening in your gut and what's happening in your metabolism. And so this is something that's really important for all of us to be thoughtful of. And I think that, like I said, this Ozempic era is giving more room to talk about it and connect the dots that a healthy gut is a healthy life. And especially if you're using one of these, like that is, you're, you're trying to essentially replicate things that are happening naturally in your gut. And if you're not using one of them, like this is a great way to maintain or prevent, you know, uh, uh, a worsening health situation. So, so that's one of the overarching themes that I'm very glad to continue to talk about and educate folks on just the importance of maintaining a healthy gut microbiome, uh, just how important it is for health for, for anyone. All right. And so we usually wrap up with just asking our guests if you can share one of your favorite go-to meals. It's kind of 300 calories or less that uh, that <laughs> you could share with our audience. Uh, I hate to be a product shiller, but I'll tell you the, the, the most often 300 calorie meal for me is one of our shakes. <laughs> I have one just about every day. And although it's only about 200 calories on its own, I like to mix it up. And so I add, I add nuts a lot of times because I want it to fill me up, right? And to not be yeah. hungry. So I'll add almonds or some peanut butter powder and maybe some... Oh some greens and stuff to that as well. That gets to close to 300 calories. That's my, that's a daily go-to for me. Awesome stuff. Well, our guest folks has been Mark Washington, founder and CEO of Supergut. You can find them at supergut.com. There's right now a 20% off uh, for purchases. He gave you some suggestions on how it can complement your weight loss injection journey by making sure you're not just having a significant intake of fiber. And remember, 95% of Americans aren't consuming enough fiber but he also shared several examples of the right type of fiber, the prebiotic fiber. And uh, Mark, thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks so much for having me, Josh. Enjoyed it. 